Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of You Press Play News. My name is Natalia. I'm the news editor. My name is Jillian. I'm the editor in chief. I'm Michael. I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. As of Sunday, FAU has eight active COVID-19 cases on campus, seven in the Boca Raton campus, and one on the Jupiter campus. The campus case count reached nine earlier last week. So far, FAU has seen a total of 30 on-campus cases throughout the summer semester. On August 4th, University President John Kelly published a letter acknowledging the statewide increase in COVID-19 cases and asked students to get vaccinated. Kelly also encouraged everyone to wear a mask while on campus. His letter read, quote, I ask that everyone please get vaccinated. This effort is vital. We can move forward together if we work together to help stop the spread of the virus, end quote. The university's current plan is to return to normal operations this fall without coronavirus safety guidelines. FEU has not announced any changes to this plan. The New York Times reported that 754 cases could be directly linked to FAU within the first year of the pandemic. Of all the 54 Florida universities and colleges that the Times referenced, FAU sat in eighth place. The University of Florida was in first place with 9,914 cases in the first year. Cases in Palm Beach County continue to rise every day. As of Friday, the county saw an average about, of about 800 cases per day. As of Sunday, the county sees over 1,100 new cases per day. Florida cases continue to rise as well. The state has set multiple records over the past week, surpassing the national record for, daily, for new daily cases and daily hospitalizations that the state set last July. The state has seen an average of over 22,000 cases per day. Florida set the record for daily cases this Sunday when it reported over 28,000 new cases in one day. An average of over 12,000 people are hospitalized per day, and 89% of Florida's beds and intensive care units are occupied by COVID-19 patients. 49% of the state is vaccinated, and 51% of Palm Beach County is vaccinated. On Friday, the Florida Board of Education approved a private school voucher option for parents if they are unhappy with their child's school COVID mandates. According to WSVN slash Channel 7 News, the voucher allows parents to transfer their child out of a public school into private schools using parent money if they feel that the COVID protocols pose a health or educational danger to their child. Before Friday, these vouchers could be requested under provisions to protect children who are being bullied in their current school. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recently banned school districts in the state from enforcing mask mandates, not that long after Broward schools decided to make masks mandatory in schools. At this time, it is unclear how this voucher program will work, how quickly parents will be able to receive these vouchers, and how much money is being allocated for these vouchers. However, some parents are already unhappy with this as they say it is an abuse of DeSantis' power as a governor. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reacted with anger after President Joe Biden criticized DeSantis for signing an executive order that banned face mask mandates in schools, saying, if you're not going to help, get out of the way. DeSantis criticized the president's border policy, saying, whatever variants are around the world, they're coming across that southern border. He, meaning Joe Biden, is not shutting down the virus. He's helping to facilitate it, the governor said. There is no evidence that the Delta variant surge in the United States is related to the southern border. A spokesperson for the governor recently told Newsweek that measures such as masks do not work to stop COVID-19 despite evidence showing the efficacy of masking and social distancing. The crisis in Florida will likely determine DeSantis' political future in the state. 
A survey done by St. Pete Polls on August 2nd and 3rd found that DeSantis' approval rating was down to 43.7% and that 62% of Florida parents were in favor of mandatory masking in schools. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber said DeSantis is like the Pied Piper just leading everybody off of a cliff right now. Biden extended pandemic relief for student loans through January 31st, 2022. The moratorium on student loan payments was initially scheduled to end September 30th. Collections will continue to be paused and the interest rate will remain at 0%. The Education Department said that this is the final extension of the freeze on federal loan payments. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona said in a statement, quote, the payment pause has been a lifeline that allowed millions of Americans to focus on their families, health, and finances instead of student loans during the national emergency, end quote. The Nova Southeastern University's Davy campus has put a ban on feeding the stray cats on campus. The university has threatened to fire any employees who are found feeding the felines. Animal activists and cat lovers have expressed their anger over this new policy. The university stated its concerns that the feedings have attracted other wildlife like rats and raccoons. Daniel Alfonso, the university's vice president of facilities and management and public safety, wrote, quote, these animals carry diseases and may become aggressive when they encounter humans. Additionally, these critters used our doorsteps, staircases, and other common areas as our toilets. That is unsanitary, end quote. Students are arguing that the ban is cruel and unnecessary. One student noted that cats could be seen crying and visibly losing weight due to the decrease in food. In a letter to the editor published in the Sun Sentinel, the Nova Southeastern president insisted that the university is not anti-cat. He explained that NSU is working with Broward County Animal Care on a trap, neuter, and return program, also known as a TNR. Others have stated that Broward County's TNR program is not currently in full operation due to COVID-19. Other activists noted that while sterilization programs may limit reproduction, it doesn't change the fact that the cats will starve without the food they've come to expect. Becky Robinson, president and founder of the nonprofit organization Alley Cat Allies, said feeding bans have been scientifically proven not to work after having been tried in many places. Cats in locations with feeding bans will roam for food, making them more visible and prompting calls to animal control. These punitive policies are impossible to enforce, cruel to cats, and punish the Good Samaritans who are trying to make a difference, end quote. New York Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo is facing the prospect of being the first New York governor to be impeached in more than 100 years. A report by New York Attorney General Letitia James found that Cuomo had sexually harassed 11 women violating state and federal law. Cuomo originally referred the probe into his alleged misconduct to James's office and insisted that it would exonerate him. Cuomo's support has eroded in the Democratic and Republican parties, and the state legislature of New York is moving ahead with impeachment proceedings that are likely to be successful. A majority of New York State Assembly voters, both Republican and Democrat, told CNN that they plan to vote yes to impeach Cuomo. President Joe Biden, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and many of New York's most powerful politicians have all called for the governor's resignation. If impeached during a trial by the state Senate, Cuomo would be replaced by his deputy, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. When asked if Cuomo had any allies left in his own party, State Assembly Member Rodney Spichot Hermelin said, I don't think so, and said that an impeachment process should proceed. Cuomo has argued that James's report is biased and that her interviews were not conducted properly. In addition to politicians, 70% of New York voters said Cuomo should resign, according to a new poll released on Friday by Quinnipiac University. Cuomo's approval rating has plummeted to 28%. Two airline passengers entering Canada from the United States were fined $16,000 each after using fake vaccination cards and test results to enter Canada. The passengers are Canadian citizens that were not identified. 
They are the first cases of travelers using fake vaccination documents to try to enter Canada, Canada spokesman Maurice Durrett said to NBC News. Fake vaccination cards have circulated in some circles of the internet in the last several months with the FBI warning in March that the cards were circulating on social media and on websites frequented by supporters of former President Donald Trump. In July, a doctor in Northern California was arrested for providing patients with fake vaccine cards. Last month, President Biden said that social media companies are, quote, killing people by failing to police misinformation on their platforms about COVID-19. U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy previously declared misinformation about COVID-19 as a threat to Americans' public health. More fake vaccination cards are likely to be discovered in the near future, as some states, such as New York, recently began rolling out changes that require proof of vaccination to patronize bars, restaurants, theaters, and many other public places. The 2020 Olympics in Tokyo are coming to a close today, August 8th. The closing ceremony took place at 8 p.m. Tokyo time, 7 a.m. Eastern time here in the United States. The United States led the medal count with 111 total, followed by China with 87, and the Russian Olympic Committee with 69 at this moment. Tokyo passed down the torch to Paris, who will host the 2024 Summer Olympic Games. President Biden posted a video on his Twitter account thanking the U.S. athletes for showing what we can do as one American and as one team. There were some achievements made, like Jenny Lee becoming the first Asian American woman to win the all-around event in gymnastics, USA Women's Volleyball winning their first gold medal beating Brazil in volleyball, and skateboarding making its Olympic debut, among others. Belarusian athlete Kristina Sumanuskaya has been granted a humanitarian visa in Poland after she refused to board a plane back to the country of Belarus. This all started when there was a video on Instagram saying her coaches had registered her for by 400 meters event that she had not trained for, nor had she been asked if she wanted to compete for that specific event. She was then barred from competing the 200 meters event and withdrawn Olympic Games by her team's official. She claims that she was later taken to Tokyo's Handia Airport to board a plane, but she refused and sought protection from the Japanese police. She was also warned that she would face punishment once she returned to Belarus, of which we don't know what that would be. Belarus already made international heads terribly hijacked a Ryanair airplane and arrested Belarusian journalist Roman Prostovic. Thank you for listening to You Press Play News. Tune in next week for more news and more information.